Fifty Shades of Grey. I said I would tell you what I thought. So, here's what I thought. Now, when I first walked into this movie, I assumed that it was going to be like the reverse of what the guys walk into. The guys went to see Dead or Alive because Dead or Alive had boobies. Let's just get that out of the way. There were boobies. We went to that movie. We knew it was going to be bad. We knew it wouldn't be DOA. We were like, hey, it's going to be boobies. So we went to it. Now, this is what I assumed was going on with the ladies, that they were going to go to this and that they were going to see wiener cleavage or whatever the fuck was going on and that was going to bring the women into this movie and then they were going to see some kinky shit and that was going to keep them around and then they would be kind of like how guys are like no I kind of like DOA there were some good fight scenes which anybody that says that it's a fucking liar and any woman that is about to tell me that they enjoy the romance of the situation. Let me explain. Gray is a fucking serial killer. I'm sorry, he is. He's a fucking serial killer. It's ridiculous. There's no way that red flags shouldn't have went up everywhere for this girl. Okay? She's kind of a social introvert. Not 100%, but she is. She's a little, little kind of out of whack. And she's a virgin, okay? And I'm not sure. I'm leaving that alone. She's a virgin, so she's kind of like taken by this guy immediately. But she's not taken like, oh, he's, uh, he's so romantic. She's like, ooh, man, I want the D. Well, this, this is ridiculous. There's almost no character development at all. It just, it just kind of happens, and it's weird. It's like, I swear, this guy, it's like I'm seeing the beginning to a movie, like, okay, it's not The Secretary, okay? That's, you want to watch a different movie that had the same kind of aspect? It was The Secretary. I'm not saying it was a good movie, but... At least the guy wasn't a serial killer, and I don't care what you say. This guy, this guy's ridiculous, okay? He meets her. He meets her for ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's as long as the interview is supposed to go. So he meets her, he answers a couple questions, and then as she's about to leave, this stalker-ass douche takes her paper from her. She doesn't realize that he does this either, which makes it even that much more awkward that he knew that he was all sneaky. He was like, take, like steal her address almost. And then he wrote an email to her friend, jotted some stuff down, answered all the questions, and found an excuse to hunt her down to go to where she works. Now, ooh, it's so romantic. No, it's not. It's not romantic. This guy is creepy. Okay, he goes into where she works and has another 15-minute conversation. And during this 15-minute conversation, he's like, I need those ties. I need this tape. I need these ropes. What else would you suggest? Now, he looks like a serial killer, okay? Red flag should have went up for this girl, but no, it didn't. She was like, oh, he's so cute. He's not fucking cute. He just bought rope. 
and tape and something to tie hands together. And he was specifically buying it to uh, tie people up. Abduction much? Now, he after he talks to her for 15 minutes, we now have a total accumulated time of 25 minutes that these people have spent together. Now, she leaves. Uh, well, rather, he leaves, okay? He leaves, and then he comes back. But he doesn't come back on his own. She calls him at a club. She's drinking, and for some reason, she has his number. I must not have paid that much attention in the movie, but for some reason, she has his phone number. So she calls this guy, beep, 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 and she's all drunk, and she's kind of trying to talk to him, and then he's like, are you drinking? And she's like, yeah, and he's like, Stop it. Now. Now, he's known her for 25 minutes. She's known him for 25 minutes. Not only is he already telling her what she can and cannot do, but on top of it, he is somehow oddly possessive of this girl. The second he realizes that she's at a club and that she's drunk, he tracks her down. Goes to the club, creepy, yeah, but no, this is romantic. This is romantic. This is how romance happens. He goes to the club, and he walks in there. Like, he calls her back after she hangs up, because he was like, I'm going to tell you what to do, and you're going to do it. And she's like, no, how about fuck on you? So he immediately calls her back, and he's like, I know where you are. I'm coming to get you. Hangs up. Okay, what? What, you don't call the police? Like, this creepy... No, no, she's like, she's like, oh, he's fucking coming to get me. I'll go outside and I'll wait. Okay, first off, you deserve to get axe murdered. So she goes out and she fucking waits at the street corner and her friend comes up. Her friend. Her friend that she's known for years. That's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing that because the way that the little thing worked is it seemed like this dude liked her and she's literally been friends with him for so long that that's never going to happen. But anyways... He comes out and he's like, I'm kind of drunk and I don't think I'll ever have the courage to do this one again. So he tries to hug her and she's like, oh, no. And then he's like, but I like you. And she's like, what? No, you can't. You can't like me. And then he says, he says, just just give one kiss. Just one kiss. Just try it. Give me one kiss. So this dude, she's hanging out with somebody that's awfully grabby anyway. So then he tries to force himself on her and... Here comes Gray like he's some sort of fucking hero, but he's not a hero. He didn't barge in to save her. He barged in because he already feels like he somehow fucking owns her, okay? Because she's like, she's like, ah, oh, please, no. And all of a sudden, he just dives in the middle and throws this dude on the ground. He's like, bam! He's like, get off her. She said no, and he's ready to throw down. He's ready to throw down for this girl that he's known for 25 minutes, and this dude that he has no idea who this dude is, okay? But it gets even worse. It gets There's a point where, before that, he'd only known her, like I said, for 25 minutes, and he was already like, he was already like, so, uh, yeah, is that guy your boyfriend? And she was like, no, no, he's not my boyfriend. So immediately he goes to the next guy, her, her boss. He's like, what about him? Is that your boyfriend? And that's not... That's not much of me exaggerating. He really raises his voice and asks a second time about the next guy. What about him? Is that your boyfriend? Whoa, slow the fuck down, buddy. Because we're just now reaching the 30-minute mark of knowing each other. So who gives a fuck who's who to me, okay, buddy? But no, this is romantic, okay? This is how romance works.
So now we go back to the other ridiculous situation that I was talking about. After he takes her home, he undresses her while she's sleeping. Now, she did throw up. You could say, oh, he was just trying to be considerate. No, 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 no. He stripped the girl down, put her in new clothes, and put her to bed. Now, she's lying in bed. She wakes up. She's got herself an orange juice and some pills with a eat me and drink me sign. So... He's already like, he's, he's already like, uh, I know you went out drinking, now I want you to take these pills and I want you to drink this juice. He does, this isn't something that he's requesting. Keep this in mind. He's not being a nice guy. He's already got it in his mindset, and I don't care how many people want to argue with me, that he somehow owns this woman and he's telling her what she's going to do. He's already got her a brand new outfit that she's going to wear and then he's going to take her home. So... Some, some stuff progresses, okay? And it comes down to this point where he wants her to be his girlfriend, which is really more like his property. In fact, before they can even begin talking, she has to sign a non-disclosure agreement that will state that she can't tell anybody about them. Anybody. Okay. Hmm. Even if I'm willing to let that one pass... In order to become his girlfriend, she then has to sign a contract. Now, the contract will specifically state that he is in charge of everything, all the way down to what she can and cannot eat, what she can and cannot wear, who she can and cannot see, and what they will and will not do. Everything. He will control everything. And if she agrees to be submissive not just in sex, okay? I'm trying to get this across to you. This isn't just about me being like against bondage because I got a bit of a side to me too. But let's be honest here. This isn't about bondage. He wants her to be submissive in life. Later, it comes down to an understanding that this has already happened to 15 other women. Where are they? These other women. Sitting in his basement somewhere? Now, I'm not saying... I've, I've already been told about the book that later on you'll meet some of them and everything, but I'm just basing this on one movie, one time, one reaction, seeing this guy. And from what I've been explained, a lot of the girls look the same. That he's basing this off something about his mother and yada, yada, yada. Now, there are some things that send up some major red flags with this guy. First off, all the women are supposedly somewhat alike. Now, uh, I mentioned serial killer, right? All these women are somehow based on his mother. This guy is like Bates before he killed somebody. Like, you've heard the phrase, you, you, you've probably heard it before. Every, a matter of fact, Kick-Ass does it best. Kick-Ass said it best. Every serial killer will tell you that eventually fantasizing about the event was no longer enough. They had to go out and do it. This guy is on the verge of killing somebody. He just hasn't got there yet. And who knows? Maybe she'll be the first stabbing. So she's okay with this for some reason. I think part of this okay is that he's rich. He watches her while she sleeps. Like... He, he take, he, they, they go off, he, he ties her up, they do their thing. 
Then he like takes her to a bedroom and puts her in a bed by herself. And then he goes out to his foray or whatever you want to call it. And he does his Phantom of the Opera scene where he's all weepy and shit playing his piano. And then she comes out to talk to him and she tries to touch him. And he's basically like slaps her hand like, fuck off of me. Don't touch me. Nobody touches me. Nobody sleeps with me. Nobody touches me. Nobody talks to me. I run the goddamn show here. Okay. She didn't leave. She didn't leave. But why didn't she leave? Because he's rich. Now, he buys her a computer. It's so nice. It's such a good gesture. He's such a good guy. There wasn't nothing good about it. He wanted her to research kinky sex shit that he could do to her so that she would already have an understanding of what he wanted to do to her. And on top of it, he needs her to look up some ideas for this here contract that he can own her life. Now, she's okay with this because he Bought her a computer, I guess. I don't know, because she got a computer. Now, right after that, it goes, it goes right back to the same thing. Like, he comes into her life, he demands and tells her what she's going to do and how she's going to do it and why she's going to do it. He is a freak. He, like, hurts her. And I get it, that's a part of the bondage thing, whatever. But it hasn't got to the really disturbing area yet. Now, after they, after he treats her like his whore which is exactly what he's doing. He treats her like a whore. He puts her in a bed by herself. He lets her sleep by herself while he goes and does his thing, whatever that is. And then he comes back to the situation and just, I don't get this. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, after he watches her sleep again, which is creepy enough, he goes out of his way to buy her a car. So, you know, she stays with him because she's got a new car. So then, now that she's got, his, now she's got the new car and the new computer, he treats her like a whore again. And this third whore treatment allows him to take her on a flight? Like a, a friggin' glider ride? So basically, from what I got out of this movie, it was basically like... He can be a serial killer freak douchebag because he's rich. He can afford to be that way. Now, if this would have been, uh, say this is uh, Fifty Shades of Normal Guy. Fifty Shades of Normal Guy he makes $12 an hour doing customer complaints or something at, at AFNI or some shit. And he comes up into your life. And he's like, before we can even talk, you need to sign this agreement that says you won't tell anybody that I fucking own you. I fucking own you. I'm going to decide everything you do from this moment until you fucking die. That's the way this life is going to be. Do you stick around for that guy? Do you? Because the best he's going to be is he's going to be like, now I'm going to treat you like a whore for the rest of the day. But tomorrow, I'm going to buy you a steak. That's normal guy. That's, that's Fifty Shades of Regular Dude. Fifty Shades of Regular Creepy Dude that watches you when you sleep, beats you like a fucking dog, tells you what you're gonna eat, sells your fucking car? Sells your fucking car? He just comes up and says, your car's a piece of shit. And he sells it, and then he's like, I'll let you drive mine every now and then. <laughs> that's Fifty Shades of Normal Guy. 
Now, ladies, let's be honest here. Does Fifty Shades of Normal guy stick around? Or is he get the fuck out? I'm going to assume that the Fifty Shades of Normal guy that watches you when you sleep, sells your fucking car, treats you like a whore, bitches you, tells you when you can and cannot see your mom, I'm pretty sure he's gone. Okay? But... Fifty Shades of Grey, that's romantic, because he's going to treat you like a whore, watch you when you sleep, tell you what you can and can't do, decide whether or not you can see your fucking mom, sell your fucking car without you knowing it, but he's going to buy you a car and take you on a helicopter ride, and he's going to glider the shit out of it, and that's so fucking romantic, it's so romantic that even at the end of the movie, when he proves to you how fucking serial killer he is, he ain't been having sex with you. He ain't been loving you, okay? You're his toy. His fucking toy. He takes her in a room after telling her, I want to hurt you. And she's like, show me. Really? He just told you that it's not a joke. He wants to hurt you. He not only wants to hurt you, he knows that he's going to get off on doing it. And she's like, you have to show it to me. I have to see you do it. So he takes her in a room and he beats her with a belt and forces her to count as he hits her so hard that you would swear he was training a fucking slave. Hmm. That's kind of what he was doing. So he whips her like, bam! And every time he hits her, she cries and his dick gets hard. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, that was great. Now, after he does it six times and he hurts the crap out of her, then finally she acts like a normal person, but only halfway normal because he's Fifty Shades of Rich Motherfucker Guy, not Fifty Shades of Normal Guy. So she tells him, don't touch me. I'm mad. You're never going to touch me like that again. But then she goes to her dollhouse room and sleeps. What? Leave! Are you fucking kidding me? She waited till the morning to finally get her stuff, and then she's like, I'm fucking leaving. I'm so mad. You can have your computer back, and uh, I want my car. And he's like, bitch, I sold that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm fucking Fifty Shades of Rich guy. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. So, this fucking serial killer, faggot, rapist freak motherfucker... Really? This is what everybody was dying to see? This is what the fucking... Th this is what everybody was reading about? Look, I saw these books everywhere, okay? Let me be honest. After seeing this movie, and seeing Fifty Shades of Rapist Serial Killer Fuck Guy, I'm gonna read the book. No joke, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna read the first book for as long as I can stand it, just to get an iota, just to try to bear the littlest bit of understanding as to what the fuck everybody is on. Because this guy is a fucking serial killer rapist. This guy, this movie should have been called Fifty Shades of Norman Bates, Pre-Hotel Saga. That's exactly what this goddamn movie is, because that's what this fucking dude is. He's a freak-ass dude with mommy issues who can't wait to tie a bitch up and possibly stab her as soon as he can fucking get to that point in his life. Because that's the direction he's going. He's just not there yet. There is no way 
that this story can be done without him being rich as shit. This is not a real love story. This barely even makes it into fantasy. In terms of a movie, there's only there's two ways to look at it. One, let's say we give it what it's supposed to be. A kinky romance story. My grade for the kinky romance story. Let's see. Let's say I was on a grade scale of five. Okay? Now I could give it a zero, a one, a two, a three, a four, or a five on this scale. But you know what I'm going to give it? I am going to give this fucking thing rhino shit. Yep, that's the grade of the movie. Fucking rhino shit. And I'm not talking about normal rhino shit. I'm talking about when the rhino takes a shit, and as he's shitting his tail, cuts back and forth across the brick of his ass, and it makes the stuff, like, fly in all different directions. That's the kind of rhino shit that this movie is, okay? Because it's, it's ridiculous. It's a love story that takes place in 35 minutes where he never actually loves her, he possesses her, and she's okay with it because he's a fucking rich guy. But, let's say I was to grade this movie on the start of what could possibly be a really good fucking slasher movie, yeah? Okay, this time I'm going to give it awesome. I'm going to give it an awesome. It's a great movie. One of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Because the build-up is perfect. Now, they're not going to do this, but let's say the director actually had a revelation. Instead of following the book, what if he did Fifty Shades of Slashing, like in the next movie? Now, I'd be okay with that. Because now you can, uh, all those 15 women that supposedly signed these contracts that weren't never going to talk to nobody, that wouldn't, nobody would have noticed if they were missing, and nobody would have ever tagged him because he's never even been photographed with a woman. Hell, one of the questions he was asked was, is he gay? Guess what? Perfect. Absolute perfect setup. She can find 15 bodies in the basement. He can go on a fucking rampage. She could be the first person that he actually kills. And then he could systematically freak out and kill other women that he brings in to the situation. And I would be like, this guy's fucking crazy! Because he's already fucking crazy. And if they did that, then this movie gets an awesome. But as it stands right now, this movie's rating is Shards of Rhino shit. So, uh, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. There's a comment section below. Let me know what you think about this fucking retarded movie.